All right, this episode, we're actually going to be continuing on with the book of Daniel with chapter three, right off where we left off. So let's get right into it. Let's do it. Um, I'll just get started. So King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its breadth six cubits. Breath like width, I think. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then King Nebuchadnezzar sent to assemble the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, and the magistrates, and all of the other officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the other officials of the provinces were assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. <laughs> Dude. Okay, we get it, guy. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. We get it. He set it up. Mm-hmm. And the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, bagpipe, and every kind of... Oh, bagpipe. Yeah, they had Scottish over the field. Dude. Scots, man. You guys relate to the game. And every kind of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, as soon as all the peoples heard the sound of the horn... Pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, all the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshiped the golden image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Okay. Dude, he's he's got he's got some terrible insecurities. <laughs> Tell me about it. I wonder if it had anything to do with the previous dream that he had from uh from the chapter two. Let's see. You're probably right. Yeah. Four kingdoms. I guess he wanted to be the head. So he started with that. But knowing the dream and the prophecy, or if you want to call it prophecy, he's going to fall. So what, yeah, he's like already setting up his own demise with yeah. this thing. But I guess because um, he wants to tempt fate, he's just going to continue on. All right. So I wonder what's going to happen to the people who don't fall and worship this golden image. Oh, yeah. They're going to go into a burning, fiery furnace. Yeah. Like, how, how do you do that? How? How big is this thing? <laughs> like, is it like a room or like a like a hole, a pit, and they just light fire? I assume it's like a football field or something. Like, but that's a lot of wood. It's like a fire hose. <laughs> like for some reason, like before I read this, I always thought like a like a you know those witches' cauldrons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always thought like that. It's like this big like iron pots massive thing big massive thing and they just drop people in there and they just cook them yeah in big cages yeah yeah oh that's scary all right therefore was that no no hold on yeah yeah verse eight verse eight therefore at that time certain chaldeans came forward and maliciously accused the jews well naturally because they won't (laughs) worship this idol uh they said to the king nebuchadnezzar oh king live forever you oh king you made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music 
shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning fiery furnace. Okay, we get it. <laughs> there are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Shadrach, Meshach, and Ab- Dang it. Abednego. 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 Never going to get that guy's name right. Well, it's not even his name, so it doesn't matter. Um, These men, O king, pay no heed to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Dang. Already. Like... These guys prove that they're legit. Wait, hold on a second. Was Abednego, was that Azariah? Yeah, maybe one of those guys. So these are, these like, you remember Daniel? He like set these three other guys set up with the, over the province. Yeah. I think, I think this is like the opportunity for the Chaldeans to get rid of them. Mm. And so they took this chance and check this out. Then Nebuchadnezzar in fierce rage commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Ab. Abednego be brought. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, It is true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do you not serve my gods or worship the golden image which I have set up? <laughs> no. <laughs> have you? Did you not know that we only eat vegetables? <laughs> we're not going to follow your god now. When We never did it before. Why are we going to do it now? Oh, maybe he doesn't know. Oh. That's why. Maybe yeah. he, yeah, he didn't, never knew that he was not following their gods. Oh, we could be wrong. Maybe. Um, now, if you are ready. What verse you want? Uh, 15. Now, when you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music to fall down and worship the image which I have made, well and good. No. Uh, but if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the god that will deliver you? Oh. And who is the God that will deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Oh, man. It's going down, boys. <laughs> They're not even, like, phased. No. Like, All right, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious myself. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're, they're literally just toying with the most insecure yeah. king yeah. in all of biblical history. Yeah, so it's like, all right, kill us, and if we survive, that means your god is not real. And ours is. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, naturally, <laughs> and the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach. Mesach. Mesach. How do you say it? Meshach. 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 And Abednego. Okay, okay, hold on. We're going to put a huge pause on this. All right. Abednego. There was no Abednego in the previous chapter. Yes, it was. It was. There was Azariah. No, remember that they changed their names. Oh my gosh, they changed their names. I forgot. Okay, back to the book. He ordered the furnace. Say back to the Bible. Back to the Bible. <laughs> he ordered the furnace <laughs> He ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it was won't it to be heated. Ooh, I like that. You know why? It's like seven times. That's like he heated it up to perfection. To perfection. <laughs> he heated it up to an oath. 
<laughs> he, he promised that he was gonna. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't seven and, doesn't seven mean oath or something? Yeah, oath or like to be perfect, something like that. Something, yeah, perfect oath. So yeah, he's like he he's like yeah, I'm gonna burn you now <laughs> to perfection. <laughs> yeah, and he ordered certain mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their mantles, their tunics, their hats, and their other garments, and they were cast into the burning fiery furnace. Because the king's order was strict and the furnace was very hot, the flame of the fire slew those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the, fire, to the burning, fiery furnace. And they walked about in the midst of the flames, singing hymns to God and blessing the Lord. And Azariah... Oh, not, not using their proper names. Azariah stood and offered his prayer in the midst of the fire. He opened his mouth and oh, said. Hold on. Before you read the yeah. prayer, I think it's interesting that they use the real name this time. Yeah. And I think it's because this is when they just they don't need a disguise. They don't need to, yeah. to use the other name. Like yeah. it's, it's because they're, they're now fully giving themselves to God. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's kind of funny too? It's like the guys that Nebuchadnezzar ordered to throw them into this finery furnace also perished. Yeah, <laughs> that That's, was hot. Yeah, but they they lived. Like even they they should have died instantly, like they did. But no, they walked about in the midst of the flames, singing. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Don't mind me, Nebby. And Nebi, look at us. Look at us. Look how we praise our God. Praise our God now. Back to the worship Bible. harder. Back to the prayer. Blessed art thou or blessed art thou, O Lord, God of our fathers, and worthy of praise. And thy name is glorified forever. For thou art just in all that thou hast done to us, and all thy works are true and thy ways right, and all thy judgments are true. Do you want to pray the whole thing or just kind of go through it? No, uh, true. yeah, I'm going to go straight through it. Thou has executed true judgments in all that thou has brought upon us and upon Jerusalem, the holy city of our fathers. Oh, so he's giving kind of like, uh, what's it called? Yeah, he's he'd be saying what we're suffering here is just because of what, what we have done, right? It's like true judgments in all that thou has brought upon us in Jerusalem. For in truth and justice thou hast brought all this upon us because of our sins. So saying, like, we, we should be dying in this fiery pit, right? This is our due judgments. Our, our, our exile into Babylon is just because of our sins. For we have sinfully and lawlessly departed from thee, and have sinned in all things, and have not obeyed thy commandments. We have not observed them or done them. And thou hast commanded us that we might do go well with uh or commanded us that it might go well with us so all that thou has brought upon us and all that thou has done to us thou has done in true judgment thou has given us the hands of lawless enemies most hateful rebels and to an unjust king the most wicked in the world in all the world and now we cannot 
Open our mouths. Shame and disgrace has befallen thy servants and, and worshipers. For thy namesakes do not give us up utterly, and do not break thy covenant. And do not withdraw thy mercy from us, for the sake of Abraham thy beloved, and for the sake of Isaac thy servant, and Israel thy holy one, to whom thou didst promise, to make their descendants as many as the stars of heaven, and as, and as the sand on the shore of the sea. Dang. This is kind of cool. Because one, like, he talks about, we deserve this. We definitely deserve this. Mm-hmm. But you also made a promise. Yeah. Because if this is happening to us, which is just, but you handed us to these kind of evil, this evil king, we might all perish. And if we all perish, you're not fulfilling your promise. They're kind of almost calling out God. <laughs> hmm. So they're, I, I'm thinking they're like, all right, we're saying all this, but I want to know what you're going to do to save us. I mean, can you, can you blame them? Think about where they're at. Yeah, well, that's their fault. <laughs> it's their fault. For we, O Lord, have become fewer than any nation and are brought low to low this day in all the world because of our sins. And at this time, there is no price or prophet or leader, nor no burnt offering or sacrifice or oblation or incense, no place to make an offering before thee or to find a mercy. Yet we, with a contrite heart and a humble spirit, may be accepted as thou it were with burnt offering of rams and bulls, or with ten thousand, tens of thousands of fat lambs. Such may our sacrifice be in thy sight, in thy in thy sight this day, and may we be wholly follow thee. We wholly follow thee, for there will be no shame for those who trust in thee. And now, with all our heart, we follow thee. We fear thee and seek thy face. I love this. Why? Because it talks about true contrition. And it talks about, I think they're calling in also Psalm 51. Right? It's like, no, you don't, you do not, uh, burnt offerings you not accept, but all contrite heart you will not spurn. I think that's how it goes. You'll not turn away. Right? And they're saying that this is a contrite heart. Like, we understand everything according to the law is pointless if we don't have a contrite heart. And they do. Where was I? Do not put us to shame, but deal with us in thy forbearance and with thy with thy abundant mercies, and in thy abundant mercies. Deliver us in accordance with thy marvelous works, and give glory to thy name, O Lord. Let all who do harm to thy servants put be put to shame. Let them be disgraced and deprived of all power and dominion, and let their strength be broken. Let them know that thou art the Lord, the only God, glorious over the whole world. Now the king's servants, who threw them in, did not cease feeding the furnace fires with naphtha, pitch, tow, tow, and brush. Basically, those are like fire starters and things. And the flame streamed out above the furnace, 49 cubits. (laughs) Dang, these guys, they do not mess around. And it broke through and burned those of the Chaldeans whom it caught about the furnace. So it, it basically even killed people yeah. outside of the furnace. Yeah. That's, how, that's how insane it was. But the angel of the Lord came down into the furnace to be with Azariah and his companions and drove the fiery flame out of the furnace and made the midst of the furnace like a moist, whistling wind. Look, at that's badass. Yeah. 
so that the fire did not touch them at all or hurt or trouble them. Then the three, as, as with one mouth, praised and glorified and blessed God in the furnace, saying, okay, so hold on, before I, before I get into that, um, this angel of God. Yeah. Who do you think it is? I mean, I think it's I think it's uh, Archangel uh, Raphael. Oh, you think so? Why? Because isn't isn't Raphael known for being like a, like a healer or like a, a protector in some in some fashion? Oh, I don't know actually. I don't I don't know exactly the extent of what I know. I think I think he's more as a healer, but I don't know about protector. That sounds more like Saint Michael. Hmm. Oh yeah. Oh no! Yes. Okay, dude. If it was Saint Michael, that would be even. Yeah. That would be hardcore. But every time, well, the thing here's my thing is like, if it was either of the three archangels we do know, then why didn't they call him by name? So do you? Th- oh, interesting. So do you think it was? You think it was like a, like a fourth one? Who? What was it? What was it? Who was it? I think it's Jesus. Oh, I think it's the second person of the Holy Trinity. I think this this is what is known as a Christophany. So, angel of God means someone, uh, one who uh, is is a spirit who is sent. And Jesus always refers to himself as someone who is sent. Okay, why could it not be? If we're going down this route, yeah. Then why? Or let me ask you this way. Could it be the Paraclete, the Holy Spirit? No, because um, let's see. I don't think because the the Spirit is always referred to as the Spirit of God, not an angel. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, because there's there's a ton of them that are like this. Um, in Exodus, it shows up like that. Hmm. Or the burning bush, I think that's a Christophany. When he appeared to uh when he appeared to what's it called? Abraham mm-hmm. during the if there are like this many people worthy in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, would you spare the city? That's another Christophany. Because it's another angel of the Lord. Hmm. So to to me that's more like um and I, here's another thing. Well maybe not. Wait, what? You can just like, Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, okay, cuz like cuz that, that's in like I know like oh, St. Michael I think only appears in the book of Revelation. I don't know if he re- he's also in the Old Testament. Um St. Gabriel only I think only appears in the New Testament as well. Yeah, but aren't aren't there duties like very specific to them? Yeah. Like for example, the angel Archangel Gabriel, I mean, he only delivers messages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's his charism. So I don't I don't know what uh uh, Raphael's is so if he if he's only a healer he didn't heal anybody here but when you look at every time there was an angel of the lord or and there's one specific figure that was there he it's more like he's controlling nature and the only mm-hmm. person that can control nature is god yes and so uh yeah so that's why i think it's the second per- person of the trinity because jesus always refers to himself as the one who was sent the angelos of the lord Okay, so playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Only God can manipulate nature. Yeah. So Moses, that it was just God working through Moses. Yeah. 
Good. Very good. You pass. Um, by the way, I, 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 uh, I cannot confirm if that's, um, Archangel Raphael's like charism. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that's what I was told. Um, whatever. I'm sure once we go through Toby, we'll figure it out. Yeah. That book is actually pretty hardcore. So you don't remember what he did? No, I remember what he did. Just don't put me on the spot because I kind of <laughs> forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> well, good thing we're going to be going through it again. Yeah. In like soon. That's a good book. <laughs> okay. So then the three, as with one mouth, praised and glorified and blessed God in the furnace, saying, so they're still in the furnace. Yes. Blessed art thou, O Lord, God of our fathers, and to be praised and highly exalted forever. And blessed is thy glorious holy name, and to be highly praised and highly exalted forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holy glory, and to be extolled and highly glorified forever. So they're just, they're just blessing the cherubim, uh, the throne of the kingdom, the highly exalted forever, the, the, the firmament of heaven. Uh, blessed the Lord, all the works of the Lord. Bless the Lord, you heavens, the angels, the waters and the heavens, the, you know, all the power, sun and the moon, stars and heaven, all the rain and dew, the all the winds, fire and heat. Bless the Lord, winter cold and summer heat. By the way, I'm, I'm obviously paraphrasing. I'm, I'm going through this. Yeah, but uh, essentially, it sounds like this. Bless the Lord, dews and snows, sing praise to him. Well, say it. actually exalt him forever. Yeah. Say, say, say a couple of lines because I think I think. Yeah, I'm really, doing it right now. Yeah. Bless the Lord, nights and days, sing praise to him and highly exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, light and darkness, sing praise to him and, and highly exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, ice and cold, sing praise to him and highly exalt him forever. So it just goes, it's, 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 it's repetitive. Um, which, by the way, this is kind of reminding me of praying the rosary. Yeah. It's so repetitive. Yeah. I love that. And it's like... It's it, this is a it's like uh when prayers are repetitive it's like a it's it's there's a level of extreme seriousness to it because you're saying it over and over and over again. Yeah. Bless the Lord. All literally all of your creation. Yeah, no, that, that's where I think you where you get it, and it's kind of cool that he's they're actually going through the actual order of creation itself yeah it goes with the heavens then the angels then the waters and it goes through creation history Mm -hmm. i'm drinking my brew drink yours um okay so i'll say i'll say the last part of the prayer here bless him all who worship the lord the god of gods sing praise to him and give thanks to him for his mercy endures forever amen Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He said to his counselors, Did we not cast three men men, (laughs) did we not cast three men bound into the fire? (laughs) He's basically like questioning reality. Like, what am I looking at here, guy? He's like, he forgot that he did that. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute, didn't we send some three Jews in there? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They answered the king, true, O king. He answered, but I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Whoa, the fourth is like a son of of the the gods. gods. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. Foreshadowing? (laughs) 
Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, we're so close to chapter four. Right, you finish it off. Oh, where were you? At verse twenty-six. The Nebuch- then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace and said, "Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come forth and come here." <laughs> he's like, he's not even mad. He's just impressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the uh, satraps and the prefects and the governors and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not uh, had not had any power over the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not singed, their mantles were not harmed, and no smell of fire had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm. Who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him and set and not the king's command, and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb, and their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other god who is able to deliver in this way then the king promoted shadrach meshach and abednego in the province of babylon nice dang so not only end of chapter three end of chapter three not only did like they survive king was impressed and he's like yeah no one touches them yeah yeah exactly full protection under the law (laughs) under god and the law. law (laughs) <laughs> and he promoted them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is pretty hardcore. So maybe maybe King Nebi is good after all. No, he, no, he's not. He's not. No, no. He remember he's just like oh, no one wants to worship this one. I made him. Look at me. Well, I mean, he see. Okay, hold and on. Then, uh, no, you don't want to. I'm gonna kill you. Well, he could change. God, well, could change. God, God literally humbled him right there in that spot. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, I guess he he respects authority. He's like, dude, this they didn't die. Like wait, I, wait, I, wait, wait. Do you think do you think he had daddy issues? Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter four. King Nebuchadnezzar, to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in the earth, peace be multiplied to you. It has seemed good to me to show the signs and wonders that the Most High God has wrought toward me. Wait, who's saying this? There's no quotes. There's no... What's this about? No, there's no quotes. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. What is this? Um, who's saying this? Yeah, okay. So the, la- the last thing in chapter 3 was then the king promoted the three guys in Babylon and then chapter 4. King Nebuchadnezzar to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in the earth. Okay. Um, How great are his signs. How mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And his dominion is from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at ease in my house and prospering in my palace. I had a dream which made me afraid. As I lay in bed... The fancies and the visions of my head alarmed me. Therefore, I made a decree that all the wise men in Babylon should be brought before me, that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. 
then the magicians, enchanters, the Chaldeans, and the astrologers came in, and I told them the dream. They could not make known to me its interpretation. At last, Daniel came before me, and he was named Balthazar. Oh, he who was named Balthazar after the name of my God. And in whom is the spirit of the holy gods? And I told him the dream, saying, O Balthazar, chief of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you, and that you, oh, and that no mystery is difficult for you. Here is the dream which I saw. Tell me its interpretation. The visions of my head as I lay in bed were these. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth, and its height was great. The tree grew and became strong, and its top reached to heaven, and it was visible to the end of the whole earth. Kind of like the, the, um, uh, the Tower of Babylon. Its leaves were fair, and its fruit abundant, and in it was food for all. The beasts of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the air dwelt in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it. Verse 13. I saw in the vision of my head, as I lay in bed, and behold, a watcher, a holy one, came down from heaven. He cried aloud and said thus, He down the tree and cut off its branches, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the beast flee from under it and the birds from its branches, but leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze, Amid the tender grass of the field, let him be wet with the dew of heaven. Let his lot be with the beasts in the grass of the earth. Let his mind be changed from a man's, and let a beast's mind be given to him. And let seven times pass over him. The sentence is by the decree of the watchers, the decision of my word, of the word of the holy ones. To the end that is living may know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men, and gives it to whom he will, and set it over it the lowliest of men. This dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, saw, and you, O Belteshazzar, declare the interpretation, because all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation, but you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Nice. Then Daniel, whose name was Balthazar, was dismayed for a moment, and his thoughts alarmed him. The king said, Balthazar, let not the... By the way, am I saying his name correctly? I don't think so. Is there another Balthazar? No, I think that's a demon. Oh, no, wait. Balthazar? Um, well, I think it's pronounced Belteshazzar. 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 Interesting. Balthazar is... They don't have this in there. Belteshazzar. 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 The king said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, My lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation for your enemies. The tree you saw, which grew and became strong, so that its top reached to heaven, and it was visible to the end of the whole earth whose leaves were fair and its fruit abundant. 
and in which was food for all, under which beasts of the fields found shade, and in whose branches the birds of the air dwelt. It is you, O king, who have grown and become strong. Dang. Your greatness has grown and reaches to heaven, and your dominion to the ends of the earth. And whereas the king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven, saying, Hew down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze and the tender grass of the field. Let him be wet with the dew of heaven. Let his lot be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him. This is the interpretation, O king. It is a decree of the Most High, which has come upon my lord the king, that you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. You shall be made to eat grass like an ox. You shall be wet with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over you, till you know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men, and gives it to whom he will. And it was commanded to leave the stump of the roots of the tree. Your kingdom shall be sure for you from the time that you know that heaven rules. Therefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by practicing righteousness and your iniquities by showing mercy to the oppressed. That there may perhaps be a lengthening of your tranquility. I think he's telling them that he's going to go crazy. I think he's going to lose his kingdom. But is it is it you're going to lose your kingdom if you don't shape up? If you don't shape up, you're going to you're going to go insane. Yeah. Because like it says right here. He's kind of insane already. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about like mentally ill. Okay, yeah. Like he says here, you know, um well, okay, but that's what I mean, though. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, this guy Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, he's kind of no, no, no. But he he's still like, though he's he's a jerk, but he's still he can still think, he can still reason. I'm saying like it says here, um, in the tender grass of the field, let him be wet with dew of him, and let him and let his lot be with the beasts of the field. Oh, maybe not. Where did I hear that from? Oh, that that you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. Your dwelling, as in you're gonna you're gonna live like an animal. Living like an animal is is not the same as mental. Well, back then, people who, I mean, who um, with with well, what, what what do they mean when they say or what does Daniel mean when he says dwelling? Is he like talking about living in the streets, the living- mind? No, no, living in the streets and living like an animal. Hmm. I mean, I, I, it's hard to kind of correlate that with um, mental illness. But I would say dwell with the animals as in you will lose everything and you will just become. Um, oh, you could lose everything and still have your reason. But if, if that's, that's what yeah. I'm saying, ne- Nebuchadnezzar probably still has his reasoning. I, I don't see, I don't see the correlation between. Oh, no, because then that, that means you'll, uh, you'll be driven out. So I don't understand. See that would make sense, but the whole your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. It wouldn't be like you shall be driven from among men, and that's it. 
like driven out, taken out, you're over there, you lose everything. But right. no, but there's a there's a there's a specific saying saying your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, as in you're gonna you're gonna lower yourself to animal instincts, as in losing your reason. I that just sounds like a stretch to me. I'm still trying to. It's hard for me to connect the dots. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, it's, it's a theory. It's a theory. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You, you could be right. Yeah. Or I could be wrong. But that's the fun part about this. So we'll find out. We'll find out. Oh, where are we? 28. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. Back to the Bible. And (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the 12 months, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon. And the king said, is it not this great Babylon, which I have built by my mighty power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? While the words were still in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven. Oh, oh, from heaven. Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom has departed from you, and you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and you shall be made to eat grass like an ox, and seven times shall pass over you, until you have learned that the Most High rules the kingdom of men and gives it to whom he will. Immediately the word was fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from men and ate grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair grew as long as eagle's feathers, and his nails were like bird claws. At the end of the day, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever." For his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generations. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and he does according to his will in the lost in, sorry in the hosts of heaven, and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand, or say to him, "What dost thou?" At the same time, my reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and splendor returned to me. My counselors and my lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and still more greatness was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, for all his works are right. And his ways are just, and those who walk in pride, he is able to abase. Interesting. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. This is kind of cool. This is like so. Chapter four is basically um, Nebuchadnezzar's meditation. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And something, something terrible happened to him because he did not turn to the Lord. Yeah. It's it's. This is kind of interesting because. You know, you could see this kind of moral aspect to this, right? If you deny God, you're going to turn into a beast. Hmm. You're going to turn into this thing that eats like an grass, like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair grew as long as eagle's feathers and his nails were like bird claws. Hmm. Like so you, you changed into an animal, and you behaved like an animal. 
because reason comes from God. And if you separate yourself from God, you don't have reason. Because it comes from God. Okay. Oh, of course, that makes sense to me. Right? And that's why he says, at, at so when he, at, and he says, at the end of the day, days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me. Oh, okay. See, that's, me. okay. So here's a big thing. He, the reason why he became like this was, one, because of pride. And the only way, and your reason kind of leaves you, because the only thing you, you think about is yourself and your own accomplishments and things like that. But you need to humble yourself, realizing that it's God that's giving this to you. And if you humble yourself before God, you are able to think clearly about everything else that's around you. Another good example of how sin makes you stupid. Yeah. Sin t- literally turns you into an animal. Well, li- literally happened to Nebuchadnezzar. By the way, so we, we ended chapter five. No, I'm sorry. No, sorry. And chapter four, but I do want to say that I just noticed um, chapter five, the first two words is King Balthazar. Balthazar. Oh, that's a different person. Yeah, no, but that's the name I was saying. No. Oh, yeah. Balthazar. Yeah, yeah, Balthazar. Yeah, Some other guys. Oh, yeah. The Daniel's name is Belteshazzar. This guy is Bel- Belshazzar. 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 Yeah. I was actually saying that name on accident. Yeah. Anyways. So every time he said Belshazzar before, it was actually Daniel. Yeah, it was Daniel with a T. T. He had a T in it. <laughs> Daniel with a T. <laughs> my, my, my name is Daniel, Daniel with, with a T. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end it there. Awesome. All right, so we have finished our brew. And so we will be closing our segment today. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We had fun. Um, and the fun continues uh, in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. In the next episode, join us again with uh, continuing with chapter five and see how far we could get into into, uh, into those chapters. So let's do it. Join us next time while we drink our brew again. Thanks, everybody.